amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. It's showtime, folks! This is the American Variety Network on Block Talk Radio with Alex Cardinale, live from Springfield, Massachusetts. This episode of the American Variety Network is brought to you by Caribsea. Check us out at www.caribsea.com. Are you ready? Hey, think you can tell us what to do? You think you can? Hello, freshwater and saltwater fish keepers. Welcome to Aquarium Talk, the podcast here on American Variety Network, being brought to you by Care of Sea. Care of Sea provides aquarists with the finest products ranging from the finest live sands such as Ouija Pink and Hawaiian Black and also the world's best dry rock, Life Rock, which is the perfect live rock alternative without the unwanted pest. I'm your host, Aqua Alex Cardinelli. Every Fishkeeper loves purchasing new tropical fish. Come on, a minute. Don't be shy. You love getting new fish. I freaking love getting new fish. It's like Christmas Day for me when it's time to get a new fish. Did you know that there are many fish stores out there? I bet there are some in your city or your town, and many of them in your state. But did you also know there are many great places online, like Live Aquaria, That Fish Place, and TangledUpInSequence.com, just to name a few online fish stores that you can purchase your fish from. If I must be completely honest with you, I really don't care where I get my fish from as long as they are healthy and eating. But 
I do like to support local mom and pop stores and local businesses. At the same point, I also love ordering online because I like to see the surprises that await you and you feel like a fish store owner getting boxes of fish. (laughs) It's kind of funny, though. Now, last week, I got to do the best of both worlds as I bought some fish from my 120-gallon saltwater display tank. Now, from my local fish store, School of Fish, Inc., I got a Blue Hippo Tang, a Naso Tang, a Blue Throat Trigger, a Snowflake Eel, and a One Spot Fox Face. And all the fish are doing well. The only fish that I lost this week is a Naso Tang. He was the only fish that did not eat, and I think he was sick. Online, from Live Aquaria... I bought a yellow belly dog-faced puffer, and I ordered him from the Diver's Den, and I really enjoy him. One of the best fish purchases I've ever made, in my opinion. So, here's the topic for tonight's show. I'm going to talk about the good and bad of local fish stores. I'll talk about the good and bad of online fish stores. I'll talk about my tips for buying fish from the fish store and from online fish stores. I'll give you my tips for acclimating them. The show is being recorded live, so if you are a fish keeper listening live, feel free to go ahead and call in. My question to all you fish keepers, do you have a favorite local fish store or an online fish store? Have you ever ordered fish online? Would you like to talk about fish stores? Simply call 1-347-989-8142 to join the chat and chat fish. Again, that's one 347 989-8142. All right, the fun fish store chat begins right after this introduction.
You are tuned in live to the American Variety Network here, live on Blog Talk Radio. With a name like American Variety, you can expect a wide variety of topics. Now, let's get live here on the AV Network. Hey, calling all fish keepers. It's time to chat aquariums right here, right now on American Variety Network. Fishkeeper Alex Cardinale, his fishkeeping hosts, and his fishkeeping guests will chat about anything and everything aquarium fish. Ladies and gentlemen, we present to you Aquarium Talk the Podcast, which is our tropical fishkeeping podcast where we will discuss anything from freshwater catfish to freshwater oddballs to the awesome saltwater clownfish, tans, and even corals and live rock. So fishkeepers, sit back, relax, and unwind. Aquarium Talk the Podcast is now on the air. I know the owner, Ed, very well. 
I've done a live on location broadcast in December of 2014, one of the last days of December. And uh, this year I look forward to maybe even doing another one at this fish store. But Ed's a wonderful fish keeper. He really has a passion for the fish keeping hobby. His store is amazing. He's got a lot of nice freshwater stuff. But also he has quality saltwater stuff at a really low price. You can get um, nice coral frags and some saltwater fish for cheap at Fish Frenzy. And my last favorite uh, local fish store is our saltwater specialty store in um, Feeding Hills, Massachusetts. Uh, I, I love this store. I've been going there at least three or four times, and I really enjoy shopping there. They have great customer service. They've got quality saltwater stuff. You can find rare things like purple tangs and other rare fish there, and awesome prices as well. So those are just some of my favorite local fish stores. Those are the ones that I usually end up going to the most. Now I want to talk to you about my favorite online fish stores. I have to say my first favorite online fish store is Live Aquaria. They have the best top-notch service, and I really enjoy their uh, fish and their awesome customer service. I like the Diver's Den, and currently that is the only place that I have purchased fish from on Live Aquaria, just the one yellow-belly dog-faced puffer. But I will be ordering from Live Aquaria, Live Aquaria again in the future. I do know that Live Aquaria gets their fish from Quality Marine, which is a really good supplier of tropical marine fish. And I'm actually going to be ordering at least one or two or three more fish from Live Aquaria in March. I can't wait for that. My second favorite online fish store is Tangled Up in Cichlids. Now, this is back when I was a freshwater fish keeper. I'd buy some of the more rare exotic cichlids like wild-caught Jack Dempsey's and Dovies and Red Devils and all of the South American fish. Jeff Raff is a very knowledgeable fish keeper, and he has a wonderful fish business. And my last and final favorite online fish store is called Aquascape Online. Now, Aquascape Online has piranhas, stingrays, plecos, cichlids, datnoids, and other awesome oddball fish. I used to get all my oddballs from Aquascape. They only sell freshwater, though, but if you are into freshwater oddball-type fish, Aquascape Online is perfect for you. All right, those are my personal favorite uh, fish stores, both online and local. Any live fish keepers out there, 
can call in at 1-347-989-8142 to talk about your favorite fish stores. So now we're going to get a little bit informal here. And I kind of want to have a little bit of a rant. Well, not really a rant, but a discussion. And I'm going to talk about whether or not PECO or PetSmart could be classified as a fish store. Now, don't get me wrong here. I'm not saying that every PECO or PetSmart sells terrible fish. But the truth of the matter is 95% of all PECOs and all PetSmart fish department usually have sick and dying fish. Now, this could mean several things. It could mean that they're not caring for their tropical fish, like they're not feeding their fish, they're not monitoring their water parameters, and they're not doing water changes, or the fish just come in sick and they don't quarantine them and uh, cure them for resale. And that, to me, is more like they are just using the fish room to make money and sell fish. I personally would never classify a PECO or PetSmart as a fish store. Hell, I'm going to go as far as to recommend any of my listeners to avoid buying a fish from a PECO or a PetSmart um, because you just never know if the fish is healthy or not. But if you do buy a fish from PECO or PetSmart, I really recommend quarantining that fish because you don't know what disease you are going to bring into your display tank. Always quarantine any fish you get from PECO or a PetSmart. Now, I know that PetSmart does not sell saltwater fish, which is a good thing for the saltwater fish keepers, but PECO does, and quarantine is absolutely essential for any saltwater fish that you may purchase from PECO. Now, another reason I'd say that PECO and PetSmart aren't a tropical fish store is because nine times out of ten, all of the employees that work at Petco and PetSmart in the fish room generally do not know nothing about fish. They're just there to collect a paycheck. So oftentimes they will sell fish that will elk grow in an aquarium just to make money and make a sale. Uh, for example, I went into a Petco a couple years ago, and there was a, like a teenager employee, and he was going to be selling fish to a kid, and the kid had a 20-gallon long aquarium, and he ended up selling him goldfish, a tiger oscar, a firemouth, and some mollies. Now, I was only 19 at the time, so I didn't go up there and say anything, but I was completely shocked at that. I thought he would know better because he was working at a pet store. But then the reality hit me. The reality is Petco will hire just about anyone so that they can fill their staff 
and sell their goods. So if you ever wanted to buy fish but you had questions on them, I would recommend going to a fish store, and that is where you would get your best information. However, I do get it that some people live in small towns, and the only place that they can get live fish from is a Peco or a PetSmart. So I'm not going to deter you from buying fish from them. What I will say, though, is I would do my own research, and I would definitely quarantine the fish that you get from them. So I just thought that I would uh, bring that up because I figured someone somehow was going to wonder that and ask me that question. All right, now let's start talking about the good and bad of online fish stores and tropical local fish stores. And we're going to start with the fish stores in your area. Here is the good of buying fish from a local fish store. You get to see the fish. This is really important for me. When I'm buying a fish, I want to see what the fish looks like. I want to see if he's nice and fat. I want to see if he is eating well. I want to see if there's any health issues with the fish. A fish you are buying should be really well-rounded and nicely shaped. It should never, ever be thin because if it's thin, then it has parasites and it could possibly die and infect your other fish. So one of the good things about buying from your local fish store is you can actually see the fish. The next good thing about buying from a local fish store is that you are going to save a ton of money from your local fish store. There is no shipping, so that means an extra fish you can buy or fish food or supplies for your aquarium. We all know that when we order fish online, it can be costly. Shipping live fish can generally cost anywhere from $40 to about $90, depending on the size of the box and wherever you are in the United States of America. Your location also does uh, have some influence in the shipping price. However, some companies like Live Aquaria and other online fish stores will have a set shipping price, but you will still save money by going to your local fish store to buy fish. The next good thing about local fish stores is that you're likely to get a discount if you buy more than one fish. All three of my favorite local fish stores give me a good discount when I buy more than one fish, especially in the saltwater hobby because saltwater fish are very expensive. But when I tell them I'm going to be buying more than one, quite a few fish, they will give me a discount. And I know that the uh, local fish stores are going to appreciate your business because most of the local fish stores are owned by uh, a couple or they're owned by parents 
or they're owned by true fish keepers. They truly are a mom-and-pop store, and I really like supporting these kinds of stores because we've got big corporations like Petco and PetSmart who really don't care about the hobby, even though they say that they do. But like I said, these local fish stores are going to appreciate your business, and the more and more they see you, they're going to be more likely to give you a big discount and do you special favors like taking in unwanted fish and giving you store credit and stuff. Now, the next good thing about a local fish store is special orders. Most local fish stores will do special orders. They will order any fish that you are looking for. I know that I could go to any one of my three local fish stores and say, hey, I'm looking for this particular fish. Can you bring them in for me? And I guarantee you within two weeks, one of those three fish stores would have that particular fish. Now, I know most fish stores do special orders, and I know they will be happy to special order a fish for you. Now, I have a very good friend. His name is Jeremy Stellhorn, and he's looking for freshwater puffers for his tank. He is doing a whole biotope for freshwater puffers, and I wish him the best luck with that. He's going to love puffers, but none of the fish stores in his area have puffers, so now he's going to be special ordering freshwater puffers, which is going to be awesome. I cannot wait to see that. Now, the last good thing about a local fish store is you can ask questions in person. I guarantee you a lot of the people that are working at a local fish store are sincere tropical fish hobbyists. I guarantee you they know what they are doing and they know about the tropical fish hobby. Especially local fish stores will only hire people that know about tropical fish. So if you have a question, let's say for example about a fox face, one of the saltwater workers at this fish store will be able to help you out. And the reason I said fox face is because I do my show right next to my 120-gallon saltwater aquarium, and I'm staring at I'm staring at my one-spot fox face right now, which, by the way, is an absolutely gorgeous fox face. I think I'm going to try and take a risk and add another fox face to this tank, maybe a regular fox face low or a magnificent fox face. I also see my fish from my aquaria, the yellow-bellied dog-faced puffer right here. Yes, but anyways, most fish stores will uh, answer your questions knowledgeably, and I guarantee you all the employees at your local fish store know what they are talking about. Now, when there is good with something, there obviously is something bad. So let's go ahead and talk about the bad of local fish stores. Here's the bad of buying fish from a local fish store. There's only a few things that I'm going to mention. Now, some local fish stores only use 
two filtration systems for all their tanks, one for fresh water and one for salt. So if there is a disease in one tank, it can spread to all the tanks, and you may end up buying a sick and diseased fish. Now, the next bad thing about buying fish from a fish store is you might not be able to find rare, hard-to-find fish as easily as online. And if you do find them, they may be more expensive locally. Now, here's something that drives myself and other fish hobbyists crazy. Some fish stores will sell fish that grow big, knowing they get huge, but will still sell them anyway. They will sell fish like pakus, red-tailed cats, Oscars, arowanas, groupers, stingrays, sharks, and some other big fish from the saltwater side. They will sell fish that get huge, but they'll sell them anyway, believing that the fish keeper already knows that this fish is going to get big. However, nine times out of ten, a person that is buying an Oscar or a red-tailed cat or a Paku is buying a juvenile one saying, Oh, this fish is cute. I want to add this fish to my aquarium. Well, they don't know that that fish is going to get huge. And what happens then is that beginner goes and buys a monster fish, takes them home, puts them in his aquarium, and ends up eating all of this person's fish. It gets massive, and this person usually will end up releasing the fish into a pond, a lake, or sometimes even euthanizing the fish or bringing the fish back to the local fish store. Nine times out of ten, most fish that are turned into the local fish store are because they're either too aggressive or they outgrew the aquarium because the person that bought the fish did not know that the fish was going to grow so massive. And the last bad thing about a local fish store is you do not know if the fish are being quarantined or not. I'm not saying... All fish stores do not quarantine fish, but you never know if they truly quarantine fish or not. So it's best to go with the assumption that they don't. However, I know that my three fish stores do quarantine their fish, and I could probably say that a majority of fish stores who uh, are sincere tropical fish hobbyist owners, they probably do quarantine their fish. So that is the good and bad of local fish stores. And now we're going to talk about online fish stores. So here is the good of online fish stores. You can find rare fish at online fish stores. Let's say you're looking for a rare variety of a fox face, like the magnificent fox face. Not really too rare, but rare enough to be about a $100 fish. Or let's say you're looking for a rare kind of African lungfish or Asian lungfish 
or you're looking for a rare type of arowana known as an African arowana. Online stores generally carry rare fish. I don't know what is what it is about online stores, but they have the ability to get rare fish while some local fish stores have a hard time of bringing in these particular fish. The next good thing about online fish stores is you often get quantity discounts. Yes, you heard me right. Places like Live Aquaria, Blue Zoo Aquatics, and that fish place will give you free shipping if you spend a certain amount. I know at Live Aquaria, if you spend $175, you get free shipping. And that entices us as serious fish keepers to buy more and more and more fish, and we end up winning because, A, we get free shipping, and, B, we're just paying for the tropical fish. So it's a win-win for both of us the online fish store, and the customer. Now, the next good thing about online fish stores is that most of them are run by experienced fish keepers. Now, one particular uh, thing to know about this is some online fish stores are just doing it for the love of the hobby, they're not in it to make all kinds of money. They're not in it to be a millionaire. There are some great online fish stores out there, like Beantown Aquatics. I've been following Andre on Facebook for quite a long time. He sells African cichlids, and my good friend Donovan Barger was the one that introduced me to him. I've been following his Facebook page and I saw that he has a lot of nice stuff. He's an online fish store that sells African cichlids and African cichlid pellets, I believe. Uh, then we have Jeff Rapps, who's a dedicated fish lover. He loves uh, South American cichlids and uh, stingrays and things like that. So there are a lot of dedicated fish keepers that take care of online fish stores and online fish customers. The last good thing about online fish stores is great customer service. Live Aquaria is a good example of an online fish store that offers excellent customer service. I was notified when my yellow belly dog face puffer shipped, I was notified when it reached Boston, Massachusetts, UPS Center, and I was notified when it was out for delivery. That was all through Live Aquaria and UPS. Awesome, awesome customer service. I cannot speak any better on their customer service. The next day I got an email asking me how the yellow belly dog face puffer was, and I was really happy to see that. So I'm going to go ahead and say that most online fish stores have excellent customer service like that. Now, here is the bad of online fish stores. You can't visually see the fish until it arrives at your house. Most online fish stores will just send you a picture off of Google 
unfortunately, or a sample picture. But there are places like Life Aquaria, for example, in a diver's den, and they call that what you see is what you get. They actually take pictures of the individual fish that you are purchasing, and I have a lot of respect for that. But not many fish stores do that. It's usually only limited to saltwater-type fish stores because they're selling individual frags of coral or wild-caught saltwater fish. So you generally don't know how the fish is going to look when it gets to your house. The next bad thing about online fish stores is that the fish may arrive dead on arrival, and you may only get a credit. Sometimes local fish, uh, online fish stores won't refund you the full amount. They will give you the credit. They will give you a new fish, but you will have to pay for shipping. So it's almost like you got to pay them twice. However, most online fish stores use reliable shipping, and they, use ship, they, they, they track the package for you as well. The next bad thing about uh, online fish stores, and I wish I didn't have to say this, but sometimes UPS and FedEx aren't always reliable. I'd probably say that in November and December is the worst time to order fish. But I haven't had any problems with UPS or FedEx. I uh, received all of my online fish orders on time, so generally you are okay. But there are times when things can go wrong with a shipping company, and nine times out of ten, when something does go wrong, it's actually not the online fish store's fault. It's actually UPS or FedEx or the shipping company's fault. The next bad thing about online fish stores, you never know the size of the fish. Because we all know that people measure things differently, and my measurement of 8 inches could be way different than your measurement of 8 inches. So you never know if the size of the fish you ordered is going to be the size that you need to go in your aquarium. Let's say you've got a aggressive cichlid tank, and you need a fish to be the exact size, and the fish comes to you way smaller than expected, and it can end up getting killed in your cichlid tank, you would be disappointed. Or let's say I've got a um, trigger, a niger trigger, and some other predatory fish, and I ordered a uh, goby that gets to be about 7 inches, and it says it's 5 inches, but it only comes in at 3 inches, that fish could end up getting eaten by my niger trigger or any of my predatory fish that I have. So that's the one downside about buying fish online, is you never know the size and health of the fish. The last bad thing about online fish stores is, do you really know if the fish is the species it's supposed to be? Sometimes you may buy, let's say, a one-spot fox face, but they send you out a fox face roll instead. That can be confusing. But luckily for me, I've never, ever had that happen. And I think to avoid that, you should only buy from online fish stores that have awesome and excellent and great 
reviews. All right? So that is the good and bad of local and online fish stores. We're going to go ahead and take our commercial break, which is being sponsored by Care of Sea. And during this commercial break, we're going to hear two songs followed by our commercials and reminders. When we come back, I'm going to give you tips for buying fish and my tips for acclimating fish. So don't go anywhere. Please feel free to call in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two to talk about your favorite local fish stores or your favorite online fish stores or ask any questions. We're back with more right after this. Coming up next next. My tips for buying fish and my tips for acclimating fish in your home aquarium right after this commercial.
packed my bags last night Replied Zero hour, 9 a.m. And I'm gonna be high As a kite by then I miss the earth so much I miss my wife It's lonely out of space On such a timeless flight
Carob Sea is the proud sponsor of the American Variety Network. Carob Sea provides tropical fish keepers with quality products such as live sand for saltwater aquariums, which will help cycle your aquarium. Life Rock, the best and safest alternative to live rock without the unwanted pests. The best line of aquarium chemicals for both fresh and salt water. Next time you need quality products for your tank, give Carob Sea a try. Check us out at CarobSea.com. School of Fish, Inc., Western Massachusetts' finest tropical fish store, providing Western Mass fish keepers with quality livestock, from freshwater fish to saltwater fish, corals, live rock, and live plants, to quality products such as Instant Ocean, Aquion, Marine Land, and Aqua Forest, the best salt mix on the market for saltwater fish keepers. Western Mass Fish Keepers, stop by and see for yourself why School of Fish, Inc. is such a range in the fish hobby in Western Massachusetts. Check them out at 1865 Page Boulevard in Indian Orchard, Massachusetts, or give them a call at 413-543-1994, www.schooloffishinc.com, and School of Fish Inc. on Facebook. I am a proud supporter of Live Aquaria. Live Aquaria offers fish keepers quality live fish shipped straight to your door. Freshwater fish, freshwater inverts, live plants, saltwater fish, saltwater inverts, coral, and live rock are all offered at Live Aquaria. If you are a serious saltwater hobbyist, then you need to check out the Diver's Den from Live Aquaria, where you can find fish like purple canes, angelfish, and pufferfish. Check out Live Aquaria at www.liveaquaria.com. This message is endorsed by American Variety Network and Alice Cardinelli. This Saturday, February 13th, live at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, American Variety Network and I proudly celebrate 300 episodes and you are invited. Care of Sea is proudly sponsoring my 300th episode and one lucky fish keeper walks out with some awesome prizes. My special guests are pro wrestler and wrestling instructor Eric Carney and popular YouTube tropical fish keeper Mike from Mass Aquarium. Expect many great surprises such as many great calls, Valentine's chat, and chat about my podcasting future. There will be something for everyone, so make sure to be here to celebrate 300 episodes this Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at blogtalkradio.com forward slash American Network. Valentine.
Times Day on American Variety Network. There will be a show you can all love. Live, Sunday, February 14th, 2016, at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I, Alice Cardinelli, celebrate Valentine's Day with all of you, my listeners. Hear my tips for a romantic Valentine's night. Hear my tips to all the single folks out there, like myself. And hear some awesome Valentine's love talk. Ladies, come join me this Valentine's Day, Sunday, February 14th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. BlogTalkRadio.com forward slash American Network. Do you find yourself watching a lot of movies? Do you like watching new movies? How about classic movies? Would you like to listen to a movie reviews on live radio? If you call yourself a movie lover, then you will be happy to hear that Alex Cardinale is going to be hosting a movie review show called Twitter Ticker, where Alex will recap all movies, new and old. Twitter Ticker movie reviews, Air exclusively on American Variety Network at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash American Network. You're listening to the American Variety Network, your only place for variety on Blog Talk Radio. Hey, calling all fish keepers. It's time to chat aquariums right here, right now on American Variety Network. Fish keeper Alex Cardinale, his fish keeping hosts, and his fish keeping guests will chat about anything and everything aquarium fish. Ladies and gentlemen, we present to you Aquarium Talk the Podcast, which is our tropical fish keeping podcast where we will discuss anything from freshwater catfish to freshwater oddballs to the awesome saltwater clownfish, tans, and even corals and live rock. So fish keepers, sit back, relax, and unwind. Aquarium Talk the Podcast is now on the air. Again, 
is one three four seven nine eight nine eighty one forty two. All right, let's get back on topic here, and hopefully we'll have a, a fun caller tonight. But I want to share my tips for buying a new fish. Like I said in my intro today, all of us tropical fish keepers, whether we are a freshwater fish keeper or a saltwater fish keeper, we love buying new fish. And my tips for buying new fish apply to both freshwater and saltwater. So, my first tip for buying a new fish is research the fish you want to buy. Make sure it is compatible with the fish you already have in your system. See what the fish is eating. See how big the fish gets. And most importantly, see if your tank size is proper for the fish. You should do research before you get the fish. That way you can know how to properly care for the fish. My second tip for buying fish. If you're going to be buying a fish from a local fish store, observe the fish. Make sure the fish has some nice size to it. The fish should not be thin. It should not have eyes sunken in its face, and it should not have a sunken in stomach. It should be really round, really uh, fat. Well, not really fat, but enough weight to him that makes him look like he's eight. And he should be very active. Now, the only fish that I would not be so worried about the activityness of are plecos, catfish, gobies, or any of those fish because they generally hide during daytime. But if the employee picks up the rock and takes out their decoration that they're hiding in, and they don't move or scatter, then I would worry. My next tip for buying fish, ask what the fish are eating. Ask the local fish store worker to see the fish eat. That way you know the fish is eating and that the fish store is not trying to make a sale off of you by telling you, oh, this fish is eating brine shrimp, this mandarin dragonette is eating brine shrimp. Well, if they tell you that, make sure you see it before you buy it, because sometimes they'll just tell you that to make a sale from you. My next tip for buying tropical fish is, after you have observed the fish and seen it eat, go ahead and buy it. Make sure you have the employee put enough oxygen in the bag so that the fish will be fine. Now, my tip is do not keep the fish in the bag for longer than three hours. So, in other words, the fish store should be the last destination that you go to. You definitely don't want to go to the fish store right before you go to a big sporting event or if you're going to be doing other chores because the fish will be suffering in the car in the heat of the summer or the frosty cold temperatures of the winter. Now, I understand fish are shipped online, but they have heat, po- heat packs 
in a big styrofoam box, which you don't have. But if you are going to a fish store that is out of state or far from where you live, then you can buy a styrofoam box and a heat pack to ensure that your fish will be safe on the ride home. Now, all of those tips are tips for buying fish from a local fish store. Now, here's my tips for buying a fish from an online fish store. The first tip is once you figure out what online fish store you want to buy from, research the name of the online fish store on Google, and after the name, put reviews. Make sure you read each and every single review of this particular online fish store. You want to see what other people's experiences with this fish store have been. Now, that's exactly what I did when I tried to figure out where I was going to buy my saltwater fish. I typed in Live Aquaria Saltwater Reviews, and that's where I found the Diver's Den. And I found, I have to say, 15 positive experiences and only two or three negative experiences. And those negative experiences were from the fish keeper's inability to acclimate inverts correctly. And we'll talk about that on our saltwater show. But that's how I knew Live Aquaria was for me. So I always recommend you guys do that to make sure you're not going to get gypped and buy from an awful, awful online fish store. I think it was last year I actually um, did a research on some of the worst online fish stores. And what came up was actually quite shocking. There was a online fish store called somethingfishy.com, I believe it was. And it actually was a scammer who was scamming fish keepers. He would send sick and dying fish like discus to people and uh, mislabel them. So you've got to be careful of what fish stores you are buying from online. So that's why it's important that you have to review them. My second tip for buying fish online is check the prices of the fish. Some online fish stores will raise prices for a uh, rarer fish, but just check the prices of them because if you can find the same exact fish locally for less money, then you're going to save yourself some money. But if you can't find that particular fish, order him online. My next tip for ordering fish online is to communicate with the online seller. Get a grasp of their customer service. See if they're willing to answer all of your questions and see if they'll answer your questions about the particular fish that you are going to be buying. If they respond to you in a kind manner and they really care about your uh, purchase, so those are my tips for uh, buying a fish online. Now, my last topic for tonight's show is my tips 
for acclimating fish. We'll start with freshwater fish and saltwater fish. First, I will say there has been a rumor or a myth going around that all saltwater fish have to be drip acclimated. That is not necessarily true. Some of your more hardier saltwater fish can be floated like regular freshwater fish. That's what I've done for every single fish that I've had in my 120, I've used the floating method. So don't believe any of the myths out there. Uh, I would probably drip acclimate, or drip acclimate, there you go, the more uh, sensitive species that are out there, like some species of butterfly fish, um, like the copper band, and all the other sensitive fish out there. You should uh, drip acclimate them. But let's talk about the proper acclimation method for freshwater and saltwater fish. So here's what I do. Most fish are usually double bagged or triple bagged. So what I do is I take off the first bag and the second bag, and I just leave the one bag that the fish is in. I let that bag float for about 15 minutes. Then after 15 minutes, I open the bag, and I put the open end near my lid, and I start pouring a little bit of um, aquarium water into the bag, and I uh, close the lid and let the fish acclimate for about an hour, and then I add the fish to the tank. Now, I add the aquarium water at least two times during the whole process. So what you do after you've opened the bag is you take a cup, add a half cup of water in the first um, batch. In the second batch, you add another half cup. I usually do it about three times. And that's how I acclimate my freshwater and uh, most saltwater fish. Now, for discus and saltwater inverts, I would really recommend the drip acclimation method. And to do that, you would take a five-gallon bucket or some sort of a bucket and pour the discus into it or the inverts and take an airline tubing, stick it in your aquarium, and allow it to drip slowly for about an hour or two. The longer, the better. And that will help your sensitive fish and inverts get used to your aquarium. So acclimation is really important when buying new fish. You cannot just dump a fish into your aquarium because the water chemistry is more than likely going to be very different and your fish could go into shock and could possibly die. So it's really important that you acclimate your fish, either the floating method or the drip acclimation method. So sorry if I sounded a little bit confused there. While I was talking, I was actually watching my yellow belly dog face puffer actually lift up a Mexican turbo snail, turn it upside down, and eat him out of his shell. That's pretty cool. That's <laughs> uh, funny. I know a lot of people are probably going to get upset, but I have the uh, snails in there for the puffer to uh, snack on and keep his... Uh, mouse up to date and uh and keep it fresh i guess you can say 
I surprised my triggers don't touch the snails, but um, my uh, yellow belly dog face puffer has gone through ten of them this week already. Well, Sunday night, and then he had a couple yesterday, and he just had one now. All right, guys, that's going to do it for us tonight here on Aquarium Talk, the podcast. I hope you guys found my information to be very knowledgeable and useful. I hope you guys can use some of my uh, info that I shared with you. Now, I'd like to say thank you to my friend here for the Fins, Donovan, for listening live to the show. I really appreciate his listen. My next episode of Aquarium Talk to Podcast is going to be after our 300th episode and after our hiatus, and I believe I'm going to have Live Aquaria as a guest. I am really looking forward to that. I have to call them on the phone tomorrow, but I'm looking forward to having Live Aquaria as a guest. And then I'm also going to do a show on how to set up a saltwater aquarium on a budget. And I'm also going to do a show on the top 10 best fish for beginners and then a top 10 worst fish for beginners for both freshwater and saltwater. So there's going to be a lot of awesome Aquarium Talk to Podcast coming up. Saltwater Tropical Fish Chat returns. I'm going to do a show on the fox face. And freshwater tropical fish chat returns as well, as I will be doing a show on the popular Oscar cichlids coming up. So, Fish Keepers, Alice Cardinelli has a lot of awesome fish shows coming your way. Now, I want to remind everybody that this Saturday, February 13th, at 8 p.m. Eastern, I and the American Variety Network are going to be celebrating our 300th episode. Now, this 300th episode is being sponsored by Care of Sea, and one lucky fish keeper will walk out with some awesome prizes. You can be either a freshwater fish keeper or a saltwater fish keeper. All you have to do is call into my show this Saturday and answer my trivia question correctly. Here is my trivia question. Name two kinds of maroon clownfish, two kinds of ocellaris clownfish, and two kinds of tangs. So make sure you guys remember that, and I'll call in and enter that this coming Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern. You can either be a freshwater or a saltwater aquarist. All right, guys. Props to my sponsor, CareofSea.com. Check them out. Very good quality uh, fish supplies. Check out my fan page, Aquarium Talk, on Facebook. Hit like. I'll start posting fish profiles on there for both freshwater and saltwater for all you fish geeks. And uh, make sure you share this link on your social media page so that your friends and their friends can listen to this show. I really would appreciate if you guys did that. Make sure you guys check out my Super Bowl 50 halftime and post-time show as they broke the listening records, and I'm really excited about that. And check out all my shows here at blogtalkradio.com forward slash American Network. 
Well, this has been an episode of Aquarium Talk, sponsored by KMC. I want to thank you all for tuning in. Have a great rest of your night, and enjoy fish keeping. Respect the fish hobby, everyone. Good night, everyone. This Saturday, February 13th, live at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, American Variety Network, and I proudly celebrate 300 episodes, and you are invited. Care of Sea is proudly sponsoring my 300th episode, and one lucky fish keeper walks out with some awesome prizes. My special guests are pro wrestler and wrestling instructor Eric Carney and popular YouTube tropical fish keeper Mike from Mass Aquarium. Expect many great surprises, such as many great calls, Valentine's chat, and chat about my podcasting future. There will be something for everyone, so make sure to be here to celebrate 300 episodes this Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at blogtalkradio.com forward slash American Network. Valentine's Day on American Variety Network. There will be a show you can all love. Live, Sunday, February 14th, 2016, at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I, Alice Cardinelli, celebrate Valentine's Day with all of you, my listeners. Here, my tips for a romantic Valentine's night. Here are my tips to all the single folks out there, like myself. And here are some awesome Valentine's love talk. Ladies, come join me this Valentine's Day, Sunday, February 14th, at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. blogtalkradio.com forward slash American Network. Donovan here, in front of Alex Cardinale. I personally want to thank you for supporting Alex Cardinale by listening to his episode of American Variety Network. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please check out his Facebook page, American Variety Network, and hit like. And check out our awesome fish group called Freshwater Maniacs. For all the fish keepers listening, check out my YouTube channel, Here for the Fins, for some awesome info on my fish. Thanks for listening, and Alex Cardinale will see you again for the next episode of American Variety Network. Rock on, folks! Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country community safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.